Hey you guys, what's going on? Welcome to the camera ads 10 pounds. I am your host Peter Sirs coming in hot um, As always this podcast is brought to you by my friends at performa.com Performa they have all of your fitness accessory needs So if you need like shaker cups meal prep bags meal prep containers workout towels wrist straps wrist straps calf sleeves pill containers, just anything you can think of, they have. Um, go to performa.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, that's the word 10, the word pounds, and you will save 15% off your order. They also do customized stuff. So if you, if you have like a business or something, um, then you want to put a logo, they can put a logo on any of their products, and then you'll have cool things to either give away or sell for your business. So anyway, go check them out, performa.com, and uh, tell them I sent you. Then this podcast also is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. You guys know Bucked Up. I talk about them all the time. It's They're one of the few supplement brands that I actually use. So um, they have everything you need from vitamins to protein powders to creatine to glutamine to arginine to pre-workout, post-workout, everything in between. You see how I made that rhyme? Fuck yeah. Um, go to perform. I'm sorry. Go to buckedup.com. Um, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the number 10 for this one. I know it's tricky. The number 10, the word pounds, and you will save 20% off your entire order. And they also have sample packs. So if you don't want to commit to a bunch of stuff, they got little sample packs. You could try the pre-workouts and everything. So anyway, check them out. Um, and, uh, you guys know, uh, we have a guest today in the studio. It's not really a studio. We're in the office. Um, so, you know, you guys know, I, I talked about it a few weeks ago, but you know, being that I'm here in Oklahoma right now, I need money because comedy isn't, you know, I, I got a job again and I've been working at this at this fitness club uh, lifetime I told you guys about a few weeks ago um, and I've gotten to meet some pretty cool people and my next guest today is an individual that I've met through working here, um, super cool dude and with a crazy story that I think you guys are going to enjoy, that's why I wanted to have him on here. Um, he's, he's an Oklahoma native, he's born and raised in western Oklahoma, he's a personal trainer, but he's also a competitor. He just won the Brewhouse Barbell Classic, which is like kind of like a strongman kind of thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, he also is, a, is a, a survivor, I guess you could say, of Crohn's disease, and he had a thing where he had a perforated bowel, and it's, it's a crazy story that I'm sure we'll talk about during this podcast, but ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my buddy, and he's also named Peter. What a great thing. Uh, Peter Detcher, guys. What's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, Peter. What's going on? <laughs> so, uh, so Peter and I have this thing because we have the same name. Every time we see each other, one of us will be like, hey, Peter, and then the other one will be like, hey, Peter. <laughs> it gets a laugh every time. Yeah. It, it, I think it's funny, but then like when other people hear it, they laugh, and then there will be times when people tell us hello, but not realizing that the other one is near, and then we'll be like, what? And then they're like, or, it's, or if they're really clever, they'll be like, hey, Peters, and they'll add an S at the end. Like, that's my favorite. Uh, okay, so let's, let's talk about this first, okay, because I think, I, I think we should get, hold on, I'm stuck here. Sorry. Hang on, you guys. My office chair is stuck on the computer cable and I don't want to yank the computer off of the desk so we'll pick that up hang on damn it <laughs> I gotta pick it up oh no this is what I'll do this will be easier in and out sorry guys you guys get to listen to this in real time oh are you kidding me? You guys hate this right now. You guys are like, this podcast is the worst. It really is. Okay, we're good now. We're live. Uh, okay, so let's just talk about this because this is a big part of your story. Crohn's disease. Um, I know people that have had it, but I don't know what it is. So it is an autoimmune disorder that can affect basically your entire digestive tract from mouth to the other end. <laughs> For me, it's just colon that's mostly affected okay. by that. Um, you know, a lot of diarrhea, day to day kind of thing. Okay, Not every day. My but, but my buddy, I told you, my buddy Justin has that. Like, so he uh, he doesn't have Crohn's though. His is a uh, something happened to his colon, so he doesn't have a colon, mm -hmm. and so he's got like, sorry guys, but he has like a thing where like 
every time he eats, he's got to go di- like diarrhea within like like an hour or something like it's just like nonstop all day long. I don't have that. Thing okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> you no, just have my, a, my guts are in fairly good working condition. Okay, cool. Yeah, so his is yeah his is uh like I've been on road trips with him and we'll have to stop you know very often so he can shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I believe uh, it. Yeah, and he had to carry around like a like a bag for a while. Like he had a. I think there was something like draining his thing, but he had to like mm-hmm. walk around with the thing for a while. He doesn't anymore. Like he's pretty normal now, but right. he still shits a lot. So it messes with your, with your digestive system, Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. A lot of inflammation too. It can give you like symptoms like you had rheumatoid arthritis or things like that. Just a lot of inflammation throughout the body. Got it. So like the inflammation will cause other things because obviously inflammation can cause yeah a yeah. whole like uh, uh, all kinds of stuff really like everything a lot of things can stem from inflammation absolutely right like i mean we think about like this a little stuff like being bloated and stuff like that but it's more like you know it messes with your like with your immune system a little bit right Mm -hmm. you know puffy face or like you know your 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 uh, stomach lining gets all messed up you know and get super puffy have nice marshmallow titties going on too oh no i see you can't have that so now, how long has this? How long have you been diagnosed with this? Um, about twelve years. Okay. Wait, I'm more like fourteen at this point. Okay, and you're what? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so you're pretty young. So, when you were a kid, you didn't like nothing happened. No. It wasn't until you became an adult. No, I had an iron stomach honestly, okay. until my early twenties. Okay. And then, and when did you get into like a, like health and fitness? Is it like a lifetime thing? Um, no, that was about when I was 19 or 20. Okay. Just, you are looking for some direction after you get out of high school and that yeah, was yeah. really it for me. So you started working out out of high school. Right. Did you like, uh, or in college I started working out. Okay. So like, where do you, did, would you get like a, like a college program or was it just like you just started going to the gym or like how did the evolution? Cause, cause I, I see what you do. Like, okay. So, so Peter, uh, he's a very modest guy, but like he's one of the people like he's in the gym doing fucking squats with chains and bench presses with chains and then you get you bring like the big old the fat bar that's like not the like the regular bar you know like he's got like like he's got a whole arsenal of like extra equipment like as if squatting and bench pressing and all those big movements aren't difficult enough like he has things that he does that makes them harder. So like to see the evolution of where you, I mean, that's obviously very advanced mm-hmm. type of stuff. So like, how do you go from, okay, I started working out when I was 19 and to where you are now. Right. Yeah. That was a journey. At that point I was just pretty fat. I was, Oh, you were fat. Yeah. I was pretty fat. No way. Um, so my, I started working out just to not be fat. Okay. Cause I just was eating McDonald's all the time and drinking heavily because you know, first year of college right you get super fat so yeah it was just i took a just a health and fitness course in college Uh and um weirdly enough that was something that turned my life around you wouldn't expect that yeah whatever college is good for something i guess yeah it's good for i mean yeah i don't I, i was already working out but i did for me for me like when i got to college like when you're playing sports for example like in high school, I was pretty good in baseball, but then when I started playing, like in junior college, we lifted weights all the time, and I was actually better. And it's not supposed to be that way because the competition's supposed to be greater, so you're not supposed to be as good. But I actually was better, and I w- and I attributed it to like, oh yeah, like I'm stronger now and I'm faster now, and it's like so that kind of was life changing in that sense because I saw firsthand like the benefits of like being stronger and faster and everything so for you it was just like you went from eating like shit and you kind of learned how to eat a little bit better right yeah because it also i mean you know we talk about this but in oklahoma it's not like you have a lot of options when it comes to like eating so like a lot of people just grow up and that's how they eat because there's nothing else. you got sonic and mcdonald's and and you got brahms like what else is there especially like out in the rural areas oh yeah people will actually kind of look down on you for trying to eat well oh, even around here dude don't even don't even get me started on when i went to mcdonald's and i asked for a salad they looked at me like i i said like where are the kids that i could have sex with like they look <laughs> like they looked at me like i was crazy i'm like like salad like you don't have there's 
like from California, if you go to McDonald's, they actually do have like a part of the menu that's the healthy part. And they have like, you know, like salads or wraps or like a yogurt parfait thing. Then I don't think they have that here at all. I mean, I know they don't have the healthy part, but like I don't even think the yogurt. It's like a yogurt with granola. Like it's not like the best, but it's better than a Big Mac or something, you know, and like they don't have any of that here. And it's just weird. (laughs) Like I'm like, it's the same company. Like I don't understand. You guys, they just don't give a shit about people in Oklahoma. It's not even an option for you guys here. They would just ship it to a store. It would <laughs> sit there forever. Probably, dude. But, like, I mean, I just feel like it's just not part of the culture, unfortunately. You know, like, I mean, and that's why it's weird. Like, when I, when I first came here, I was like, oh, there's a lot of really in-shape people at this, at, like, at this gym. Right, yeah. For example, like, more than I would think in a place like this, you know, because, like you said, you grow up and it's just kind of all you know, you know. Uh, so what was the change? Like, how did you go from, like I said, starting to work out and then now you take a class, you learn about nutrition a little bit and then you learned about lifting a little bit and then, right? like, what was the thing that you were like, oh, I'm going to do this now. Like, this is, this is my life now. Well, the thing that did it was, you know, back then everybody walked around with their camcorders filming uh-huh. parties. We didn't have that on our phones. And I decided to moon the camera at some point, and then that footage was brought out, and I got to sit and see what my ass looked like next to all my friends, and that changed my life quite a bit. <laughs> it was not pretty. Oh, so you you were like embarrassed? Oh, I yeah. Guess, that I your like, ass was like was it like it, was it because you were overweight? I guess I was overweight, and that I was just like. I was that kind of drunk. Wow. Just be making an ass of myself. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, now we got to change everything immediately. Okay. If anyone is listening to this podcast that has access to this video, <laughs> please email me uh, or DM me at Peter Sirs. I'm all my socials and uh, we would love to see this video. So that's how, that's got to be what? 2000 like early 2000s yeah it'd be real early 2000s wow that's funny uh, so then what happened well I um, you know I just implemented it and I you know really went headlong into that and uh-huh. became a big part of my identity pretty quickly okay um, and then that all went pretty well you know nobody really knows how to train at first so of course that's were dumb but I lost the weight I was looking to lose that's great and, you know, that was just how I lived my life. It was a fun way to live. Um, then a few years later, that was when I was diagnosed with Crohn's. Got it. But that was pretty, you know, it felt like a kick in the balls. Of like, oh, I finally found my thing. Right. And like, oh, guess what? You can't have your health either. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was pretty hard. But, you know, I went through like a hospitalization where I lost 70 pounds at that point. That, 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 but that was just like a couple of years ago, right? No, no, this was... Oh, you have another one. Now, that was when I was diagnosed at like 26. Oh, so you... Okay, okay. So we're not even... Okay. Yeah, this is still ancient history. So early 2000s still somewhere? Like, um, That would have been like 2005-ish, okay. 2006. So you got hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. And you lost 70 pounds. So what happened? Well, it... It was a little bit of a confusing thing because appendicitis and Crohn's, a lot of times there's weird confusions in the hospital and you'll think you got one and we've got the other. I had both. No shit. So, right. I had appendicitis. It's not fun. I, mine, mine burst. Oh, really? Yeah, I almost died. Mine was perforated like my organs like to be, but uh-huh. I didn't burst. <laughs> Dude, can, you, can I tell you? Okay, wait. So when you went in and they thought that it might be appendicitis, mm-hmm. what did they do? They let me sit there for a couple of days. A couple of days. Yeah, they weren't sure it was appendicitis. My primary care doctor, he thought it was. He Uh had me admitted. And then there they thought that, you know, this is just Crohn's and we'll wait and see. Put him on some antibiotics. And then eventually they ran more and more tests and they found where it was my appendix was really inflamed uh-huh. and then they took that out but when they did i don't know if i already had an infection going on in there uh-huh. or i was exposed to something in that but then i just got horribly sick oh wow um just like blood coming out in a lot oh really a lot of blood coming out the butt 
<laughs> oh shit, dude. So, <laughs> then I got, I survived that with like every IV known to man. Right. Um, and that was when they're like, no, you definitely have Crohn's. Oh yeah. But I was still in denial at that point. A couple of years later, I accepted that. Got and it. I had like all the different food allergy stuff done on blood tests and right. see like, okay, I do this and this happens. So then I believed it. So then you, so, okay. For first of all, let me rewind real quick. So I was hoping that you would say this, but you didn't. And it probably cause it didn't happen to you. But mm-hmm. when I got my, append, when my appendix burst, um, they'd been me to the hospital. Like I couldn't move. It was a, like a, it's my brother. They're having a birthday party for my brother. I was in high school. They're having a birthday party for my little brother. And my dad was kind of asshole, which we, we bonded over. We both had, Asshole fathers. Hope you don't mind me saying this. No, it's fine. Neither <laughs> um, <laughs> of them are around to hear. Yeah, we bo- <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, we've kind of bonded over this as well. But um, so my dad thought that I was faking a stomach ache to get out of mowing the lawn. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I'm like, no, like, I can't. Like, I could barely move, right? And I go out and he makes me mow the lawn still, even though I'm in severe pain. And it, w- it had been going on for a few days, but mm-hmm. I thought that it was just stomach ache. Like, I didn't think anything of it. Like, you know, you don't think, oh, it might be in my appendix. Like, you know, I'm in high school. I don't know these things. And so I go out and mow the lawn. And then, like, my aunt comes and my mom. And they're like, kind of like, like, you know, telling my dad, like, why are you making him mow the lawn? And he's like being an asshole like he's fucking fine he's just being a baby blah 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 so then he comes out because that because now they're making a big deal comes outside and punches me in the fucking stomach oh jesus punches me in the stomach and says now i'll give you something like to cry about or like you know I'll, now i'll make your stomach hurt right so anyway fast forward a few hours later i'm in excruciating pain i can't move i'm like i need to go to the hospital so they take me to the hospital i get to the hospital I tell him what's going on. I had I had thrown up at this point too, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel sick. It was just in my stomach. Threw up, and they were like, "Okay, we think you might have appendicitis." The nurse fucking sticks her finger up my asshole, and she's like, "Yeah, it's appendicitis." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Dude? I didn't experience <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, "I hope they fucking stuck their finger up your asshole." No, they stuck. She stuck her finger up my asshole. It was the first time I'd ever gotten obviously something stuck in my asshole. And then I woke up post op, and not only have I been probed at this point, but I wake up, and you know I'm in high school. So, long story short, they shaved all my pubes because they had to cut. You know they had to do the surgery, so they cut my fucking pubes. I don't know why they had to cut way down there. My appendix is up here, but they <laughs> did. So I'm like, okay, now I got fucking probed, and I have no pubes. This is bullshit. But yeah, so I had my appendicitis. <laughs> I was in the hospital for like a week. It's fucking bullshit. Um, until I lost my my butt virginity. Um, okay, so back to you, buddy. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, so you're in the hospital, and then post that. Um, you start to find out like that you can't eat certain foods anymore. Right. So you have to have, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh corn and corn derivatives are the biggest thing, but it's uh-huh. a lot of stuff an obnoxious amount of yeah. things that I can't eat. So is that kind of why you ended up losing 70 pounds? Because no, I was just like shitting a pint of blood every few minutes. No ago, way. Basically. So were you in the ho- how long were you in the hospital for? Um, a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't lose all 70 pounds in in two weeks. I lost about 40 pounds in that two weeks. Shut so the I lost fuck some up. weight before and after that. But yeah, no, it was, wow. it was terrifying. Like yeah. everybody was coming in that knew me to like give me their last goodbyes. Shut up, like man. Ex-girlfriends showing up that I didn't want to see even. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh like, man! I cannot help but be an asshole right now. I'm sorry. No, that's right. That's great. This is going to be broadcast to thousands <laughs> and millions of people. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, I mean, now did you think you were going to die, or were the? Oh, I didn't. No. Okay. But it was more of like, fuck every single one of you. I'm not going to die just so you'll be wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> but like the doctors weren't telling you like that you could die or like so why do you think everyone was just like kind of coming oh it was just so fast it okay. was just hard and fast I was falling apart got it like you could just look at me eight hours later and like notice a difference wow it was really bad 
Now, what causes Crohn's? Is it just a fluke kind of thing? I don't really know. Okay. For sure. It's not like a hereditary thing, or it's not like... There's probably a hereditary component to it, uh -huh. but they don't know. There's theories about like the microbiome, if it's the wrong bacteria and fungus in there. There's, I've read things that say that like, xenoestrogens in the environment are a primary trigger for it, and just all these different things. Uh -huh. And maybe all of them are true, maybe all of them are partially true, Got it. none of them are true, and we just don't know. It's like a, it's like, like your appendix, like... Like you can die from it bursting or whatever, but like you don't need it, and you're just like, right? Why the fuck <laughs> did I almost die for some bullshit I don't even need? Yeah, it's like weird. This with me in the yeah, first place. like I don't need. It. You know what was weird when I got so, so they took yours out though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, mine burst and then they drained me out or whatever. But um, for years, like years, I couldn't fart loud. <laughs> Like, because it does have something to do with your digestive system, your appendix, but, like, you don't need it. Right. But, like, I couldn't fart loud. And it was, like, <laughs> like other than, like, the fact that I lost, I don't know, however many pounds being in the hospital and whatnot. Uh -huh. But, like, just being so sad that I couldn't fart loud anymore. And then I remember one day, like, I, I had to be, like, in college at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, I, my brothers are a lot younger than me. And, you know, I'm playing with my brothers and... One of my brothers jumped on like I don't know if he jumped on my stomach or if I was laying down on my stomach and he jumped on my back, but whatever it was, he jumped on me and it caused me to fart loud. And okay. I was like, "Holy shit, dude! I just <laughs> farted loud!" Like they're like, and then he heard it, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I, did you hear that?" Like, I was so excited, <laughs> and now I, I can fart loud, whatever. But there was like there was like a, a lingering a few years where I couldn't fart loud. That was kind of a bummer. I don't trust myself to even attempt to fart loud, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, see, I mean, I'm at that age, too. <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with Crohn's. It's just, <laughs> I'm at that age where I, I've shit my pants a couple of times, and I'm just like, mm, how confident are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's why, I like, like uh, um, the days that, like, I teach, and, like, when I, when I teach dance class specifically because of all the jumping, I won't eat anything, like, crazy the night before, and, oh. I'll, and I'll eat very light because... I've I've shit my pants twice. <laughs> Fair, and I, this is just the worst feeling. It's not like a lot, but it's enough to be like ill. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's enough, dude. Like, uh, I don't know if I've told it on this podcast, but I was in I was in Chicago uh, almost two years ago, and uh, there's this famous comedy club, Zany's Comedy Club, and I, I had booked it. You know, and uh, most of the work that I get comedy wise, I get it on my own. Like I get it from emailing the clubs, whatever, calling them, or sometimes I'll go to a club and like do like an audition, you know, and then they'll be like, okay, when can you work? And it's like, anyway, so I got no help and I got this job on my own. So I was so happy. I love Chicago. It's just great. It's one of my favorite cities. And I'm just like, I'm fucking doing it, man. I'm there. My mom would be so proud of me. Like, you know, and I go, have you been to Chicago? I never have. So I go to Chicago. So I'm in Chicago. And there's this big sculpture. It's called the Bean. It's like if you ever see, like, it's just like this big, like, kind of like metal sculpture where it's like it kind of mirror, like, it's like I don't even know what it looks like, but it's like a big metal sculpture, and it looks really cool in pictures. So of course I go to take it and take a picture. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, like this is it, man. Like I fucking did this. And then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fart. There's a lot of people there, and it was more than a fart. And oh, I'm like, no. fuck, dude, I just shit my pants. I'm like half a mile from my hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't get in an Uber and get like a bad review. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> rider <laughs> shit in the car. Like, so I'm like, okay, I can't walk. So I do the next best thing. I hop on a bus and I just fucking, I know, I know where I'm at. So it's just like, I just got to take the bus. I don't sit. I stand. I'm holding the thing and I go up like that half a mile to my hotel. And then I change everything. Sorry, guys. Talking a lot about shit. This is, we're talking about Crohn's here. <laughs> and I change, like, I change my, you know, change myself. But then I take the trash. I take my underwear, I put it in the trash. And then I put it like in the maid's cart, like on my own. Which is not paying attention, just so I don't want anyone to know that I fucking shit my pants. See, I'm like, I don't need anyone coming to be like, you see the guy in room two, you know what I mean? Like, he shit his pants. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. It's devious. Yeah, dude. But I learned that for me, when I get like upset, up, aside from two things that help me, when I, I drink a lot of kombucha probiotic purposes, 
Um, but also, uh, when I have like an upset stomach, when I think that I have like, um, like tonic water or like sparkling water really helps settle my stomach. So it just works for me. I'm not, I'm, there's no doctor research. This is just me, someone that shit himself that felt like he was going to shit himself more throughout that day. <laughs> Kombucha and sparkling water managed to make me feel better. So, uh, so anyway, uh, maybe so they'll put that on the bottle. Yeah, maybe right. That's great, <laughs> great marketing. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so you're you're you know you're you're pooping blood nonstop after you get out of the hospital. Right. So you get you end up losing seventy pounds. It had stopped before I got out of the hospital. Though. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, and then so now you're just like in this new life where you can't eat certain things. So mm-hmm. what's that adjustment like? Well, that one. Uh, thankfully, I had just been so anal retentive about my diet uh-huh. anyway just trying to be all ripped yeah that so were you ripped then at that point yeah okay. yeah it was it was just muscle that i was getting yeah. rid of that was oh, why it was so that's a bummer you could lose it so fast yeah um so thankfully i had those habits of like eating in a way that does not fit into the world anyway yeah right <laughs> so it wasn't too terrible on the adjustment okay mm-hmm. um and then, so you be, what, now, are you a trainer at this point? Um, no, I mean, I would do some stuff on the side, helping people make weight for uh-huh. contests, uh, mostly MMA stuff. But Got I wasn't it. A, a certified trainer at that point. Okay. So when did you become a, tra- when did you decide that you're like, okay, I enjoy this for myself, but I'm going to start doing this so I could help others as well? I had wanted to at that point already. I just wasn't allowing myself to. I felt like I needed to do like a real job. Uh-huh. Fuck right. real jobs, Fuck man. Jobs. I've never had one. I don't even consider training, even though I've been doing it for so long. I don't even consider training. It's like, it's like, we, it's like a loophole. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, we cheated the system. Yeah, it doesn't suck, and I still get paid. Exactly. Like how many people think of? I mean, and I, cause I, this is one of the things that I've talked about is like, I love doing comedy, mm-hmm. like, I, and I love podcasting, but like I also enjoy training, like. I wanted to get into training before, I mean, I've always wanted to be like, quote unquote, like famous, but like, even I was always into fitness. I thought training was like the coolest job. So like, I always tell people, it's like, I don't know, just find a job that you like, you know, like it's not, I, I know it, 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 it sounds cliche, but it's like, there are things that you like to do. And like, you could probably figure out a way to put them to work. Like, I think so many unhappy people are unhappy because they just do we work some job that they hate you oh, know yeah. you know what i mean so you so when did you become a trainer um i mean shortly after that i got certified okay um i've only been doing it probably six years as my sole source of income okay six or seven years something like what did you do before that uh it's like business to business sales okay like really like uniforms and oh. entrance mats just just making money right over making money just just yeah. cashing a paycheck right yeah absolutely yeah i can't picture you like in like a like a suit and tie or something yeah that didn't happen a lot <laughs> then. thankfully this is western oklahoma you just put on a polo over okay jeans and you're dressed up what was the worst job that you had oh the worst job that i have would probably just been something boring i don't mind if work sucks but if it's uh-huh. just tedious yeah, so yeah. there's one point where i was putting like the patches on uniforms onto the uniforms so i'm just oh. standing there at a heat seal all day that sucked yeah that sounds it bad. was just really boring like was it like a specific uniform or like multiple uniforms it would just be like here's 20 people's uniforms just put all the tags on them and uh-huh. them down to us I'm like oh, okay yeah. great yeah it was very boring yeah there's nothing worse than like, like you get a job knowing that you're not going to have this job very long mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, but like the mental of like, okay, I know I'm going to quit here in two or three months or whatever when this other thing comes along, but I have to do this right now, but it like sucks your soul. You know what I mean? Like for me, like, like. Like I talk about it on here, but like, like when I had to work on the farm last year, it's like, I knew that it was only temporary, but like, it still like took a piece of my soul. 
every it's time. Hard, yeah. yeah, it really is. And like, what makes it worse is like that the people that you deal with, they don't know that you're not in this thing forever. Like, they think that this is you, what you're trying to do, and you're like, no dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this ain't this ain't what I'm trying to. Do. You better watch the way you talk to me right now. Like, there are some dudes that would come out to the farm and like try to like 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 my girlfriend's dad. Like, whatever. It's his it's his ship. You know, he he's the captain. You know, he'll kind of boss people around, and but it's his thing. But like, other people would come, like like the vendor, or not the vendors, but like the customers would come, and like if we were loading melon, like sometimes like they would try to like talk down, to, and I'm like, hey bitch, like this isn't my like I don't give a fuck about this right now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> literally just doing this. Like, you don't fucking talk to me. Like there was a couple of times I I told my girl I'm like I'm about to punch this fucking dude in the face the next time he comes here. Like. Like it, it's there's something about it, but like you just have to like just suck it up and and go to this fucking shitty job, and it's just like I try to tell people, man, I tell them all the time, do something that you like. That's the moral of this story. It's just like find something you enjoy doing, figure out a way to get paid to do that. I know that's the American dream, but like I'm not saying you have to be like super rich and successful, but like yeah, you're better off broke and happy. Yes, I mean I've talked to, I've talked about it many times on here. It's like I will take whatever money I make doing things I enjoy over being quote unquote rich at something that I hate. I mean, so like, you know, I, I told you I worked at a furniture store before this. There's a lot of income potential. I was, I was getting commission checks all up until like mid May or something from furniture. I sold in like November, December. And like there's people that are making easily six figures, but I'm like, I, I don't care. Like I don't, th- this is the worst. It's not the worst job, but I'm like, this I do not like this. You're not like selling furniture, like talking someone into buying like a seven thousand dollar bed and then getting them to finance it, knowing that they're gonna get fucked in the long run, you know. Right. But like you need the commission. It's like I don't. I can't. I don't care. I don't care how lucrative this is. Yeah, on this at least, like you make the sale and then you, you're just giving yourself a yeah. Like, they know what they're getting like you're right. you're not lying to them like they want to get in shape you're going to help them get in shape right. you have the knowledge to help them get you're not like tricking them into buying something right you know? you're just this is what it is i can help you yeah you're getting them to buy into something that's good for them yeah they're going to benefit like no one's no one in 20 years is going to be like man really love that dude peter that sold me that fucking bouton you know what i mean like right. <laughs> it's not what it is but like 20 years, if you help someone lose 50 pounds, they're going to be like, Peter fucking helped me lose that weight, man. Like, oh, he's yeah. a good dude. Like, he changed my life. Like, he, I'm healthy now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, if you teach people, too. Don't just put them through workouts, but teach them how to, like, maintain that on their own. Yeah. Like, give them a system that works for their life. Yeah, it's a life. St- I mean, you know, yeah, like, obviously, everyone has certain goals they need to meet fitness-wise, but, like, the ultimate goal is should be for people to like just adapt a healthier lifestyle absolutely right? eating right exercising regularly you know you don't have to get all crazy and fucking run seven miles or fucking squat 400 pounds with chains on the side of the, on, of the of the barbell but like you know exercise regularly three to four times a week eating well you know maybe you have a cheat meal here and there but like you know, you're you're more con- you're not doing it all the time, and you're not sabotaging yourself. And then every day waking up, being like, "Oh, why can't I lose weight?" It's like, well, because you eat McDonald's every fucking day. What do you expect? Right. You know, well, even if you're a little fluffy and you're just maintaining that, but if you're active, you're gonna be healthier and happier. Exactly. And you're gonna feel better. You're gonna have yeah. more energy to do things. You're not gonna have to fucking drink energy drinks all day long because you're tired. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, so I want to get into. Uh, one of the things, so, and I'll probably post it because I'm. Is that okay if I put if I share your your, your picture of your inside? Okay. Your, okay. So a couple years ago, so I mean I I've only known Peter for a few months, but a couple years ago you had another bout with. Uh, is that when was that what the perforated bowel was? That was it. Okay. Um. So there's okay. I'll let you explain it because. I'm not going to do it justice. Oh, right. <laughs> so a lot of it was probably just lifestyle stress. I was trying to be a family man at that point. And a family man? Family what do you man. mean? Oh, I had I was with a woman that had four kids. Four kids? Four kids. Oh, yeah. shit. 
And I was doing the whole. That is definitely family, man. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I was doing that whole thing and just stretching myself too thin. But I was also training for a strongman competition. Uh-huh. And just one day, right after training, I just was in horrible pain, right? Just right below my sternum, basically. Uh-huh. And I thought that I may have just strained something to do with my diaphragm, with the bracing I was doing. So I, I went to this little micro ER and they're like, yeah, that's probably what happened. And they gave me some muscle relaxers <laughs> and sent oh, me no. home. <laughs> oh, no. And then I laid on the, f- the floor for a few days in terrible pain and fought a my few, girlfriend. For, for a few days? Yeah, like two and a half days, two or three days. You, like just on the floor? Yeah, I was incoherent. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. because my, Not because of the muscle relaxers. Just because of the pain. Got it. Yeah. Oh, but wow. I, was refusing to go to an actual ER at that point. Why the why the floor, not the bed? Was it just more comfortable? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a weird stream of consciousness. Okay, got it. Um, but yeah, I just I refused to go to that hospital, and then uh-huh. once I was basically unresponsive, she just dragged me to the car and took me there. Oh man, she saved my life, really. Wow. Um, but yeah, once I was. There, they just went in immediately for emergency exploratory surgery. Took out uh, a little over a foot of my large intestine, oh. and the infection was such that they just left me mostly open. I think they sewed up a little bit of something so I wouldn't just have intestines hanging out in the uh-huh. open air. But yeah, I was pretty open, and I had a colostomy at that point, which I kept for seven months or so. Maybe a little longer than that. Now, describe what that is. The colostomy, that's where they make a hole in your abdominal wall. Uh-huh. And they they poke out a little bit of your intestines from there. Uh-huh. So then... Do you, like, drain over yeah, it? Yeah. So instead of, like, pooping out your butt, you poop out your stomach. Oh, so that's what, that's what my buddy had. That's yeah, what yeah. he had to walk around with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that just lets the rest of what's left curled up inside of you but not uh-huh. doing anything heal up. Right. So... So you had to walk around with a bag? Yeah, yeah. For a few months? Yeah, seven months or so, maybe a little more. So they're like... And I had... (laughs) The worst part of this was I had lost 50 pounds or so. Yeah. Like, I'm, I was eating enough to okay. regain 50 pounds. So, yeah. So, by the way, Peter is, what do you weigh, dude? I weigh 192 how, or something. How much, now. how tall are you? Six foot. Yeah. So, so Peter is like, okay, you know how, like, I'll, I'll use myself for an example. Like, if I'm in a bar and someone sees me, they'll probably be like, oh, that guy's got a lean frame or whatever they might say. Maybe he's in good shape. I could probably kick his ass though, right? You know what I mean? But like if you see Peter, like he just has this like this imposing like figure, like his he's I mean he's Jack. So the first time I met Peter, I'm like, oh, this guy's named Peter and he I've told him this a million times, but I'm like, I now work with a guy named Peter. So there's two Peters, but I'm not even the most jacked of the Peters. Like he's just got veins and muscles and it's like he's the big fucking dude. So for you to lose 50 pounds is like, it's crazy. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. Like, I, I would just like, like you just kind of like, you look like Christian Bale on like The Machinist or oh, something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just fucking shriveled up. Um, so like, when you have this, it obviously, you're already kind of, there's certain things you can't eat. So is that like, exacerbated at this point? Like, is there more things that you can't eat now because of this? No, it was actually really easy to digest in that state. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a lot easier to move f- food through me with okay. the bag. Uh-huh. I just was eating so much that I was emptying that bag every two hours. Oh, man. Like, like yourself, miserable. like manually. Yeah, you, yeah. Just like go to the bathroom and kneel down to the toilet and open this thing up and try not to splash myself. Oh, my God. Just the whole thing. So pre like this happening, how much did you weigh? Um, I was... Like 202, and okay. I got down to 150. So you were lighter than me, basically. Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. That's insane. Because that's, like, that's just weird, dude. Because the picture, I feel like the picture, pro- the picture does it justice, but like I feel like it does, still doesn't quite do it justice because just the sight of you being smaller than me is weird. <laughs> Especially, I mean, at six feet, too, like down to 150, that's like. Yeah, I was really thin. Um. So how long were you like uh, in the 
I mean, I guess you said a few months you had to deal with this. Yeah, that one, that was a harder recovery. Yeah. Um, I was bedridden for a few months. A few months. months, A couple of months after that. Uh It was pretty rough. That's got to be tough mentally. It was. It was for someone that like gets after it like you do. Like Peter gets after it. I can't say this enough. Um, To not be able to fucking do anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, that was hard. It was hard on my my relationship at the time too, because he's only ever seen me as the guy that always does stuff. So yeah, that was. This is the lady that the girl that had the kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she was like taking taking care of you, kind of. Uh. I mean, sort of, yeah. yeah. It kind of got ugly. She yeah. kind of realized that she didn't want a part of that. Damn it. And that got, yeah, she wasn't nice about it after oh. a, a little bit. What the fuck is wrong with people, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> so that ended. Yeah. So that ended pretty soon after I got out of the hospital. Oh, man. But she did save my life, so we'll yeah. stay with that. Okay. Think about the good. Right. I guess. Um, so, yeah, so how do you how do you battle back from that? Oh, I mean, it wasn't the healthiest way, honestly. Uh-huh. Like it was, yeah, it was mostly just doing it out of spite at that point. Uh-huh. Like, like, did you get like a clearance and the doctor's like, all right, you can start working out now. Or were you just like, fuck this dude. I'm I was, yeah, I was fuck this. Dude. Yeah. That's what my, I thought. My that's abs were I... all torn up anyway. Uh-huh. Like my, one side of my abs was probably six inches away from the other side of my abs. I could like, oh, push sh- in there. Shut up. No. Yeah. I could. I could see my intestines moving through oh. like the scar, the skin. No there. way. So it was like, it do hurt they, me. I like do they torn asunder. Do they staple that or do they, they can't sew it, right? Cause it's so big. No, they, they pushed um, like these sponge type things into the hole and then they put a wound vac over it. Uh-huh. So it's like this coarse sponge that they pack into the wound and then this rubber stick dicker kind of thing they put over it there's a tube over that and then it was just suction oh. 24 hours and i had to carry around this little unit that just put negative pressure on that all the time and that would bring blood to the area uh-huh. and then i had to do um wound care a few times a week where they i'd go to the hospital and they'd rip that sponge out oh, fuck man rough it up a little bit so we yeah. keep healing and clean it up and then replace that god damn it that was painful. I, it sounds pain. I mean, I'm just like, I'm like, my stomach's kind of curling just like just hearing it. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to think of like where there's just so many things to ask on here. But like when you, so when do you start working out during this? I was doing single leg squats on my hospital bed after really? surgery. Yeah, I just never really stopped. I did what I could. Uh-huh. And then I'd have to like lay down in bed for 24 hours after I did anything oh, at all. Man. But yeah, I was doing everything I could. Just This is, so this is 2019, stopped. right? Right, yeah. And then how far after that, like, when you start? Because I got to think, well, I mean, I guess gyms weren't really closed here. So when, when was it in 2019? Um, it was February. February. Okay. The tail end of February. So then, okay, got it. Because I'm thinking like 2019, but then early 2020, the world catches on fire and gyms mm-hmm. closed. So like. It did close here too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. It just didn't close that long here. Okay. You guys are closed for like a few weeks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking California gyms barely open like two months ago or something. We just and took it, a vacation. Yeah. And not even like full capacity. I think they just went to full. Yeah. They like, they just went to full capacity. Like last or the 15th of june um but so like you it you gained all your strength back like how long did that take once you were like done with everything um it's kind of hard to say yeah because only recently have i been able to do certain things just because like the hard bracing where you breathe into your belly and bear down really been able to do that for about four months okay yeah. So since I've known you, you just kind of went back to like what yeah. you think is like full. Yeah. Okay. That contest I was training for, like I was scared shitless. Oh, really? Yeah, I was because I hadn't really tested a lot of those things. Uh-huh. Like, will this so where, maintain? Where'd, well, where'd you get into like wanting to do like strongman competitions? Like, where did that come from? 
Um, I always just kind of liked that when I was a kid, really? and I've just been more. We all like it when we're kids, right? Like, we still like it. Like if you like, the, I feel like they're always on the TV, uh -huh. and all the trainers just book, and we all just gather around and just fucking watch it. Right. Like it's fascinating. We're all. I mean, if you're a trainer, you're into stuff like that. But like, I admire it. But to want to do it though mm -hmm. is different. Like I could look at all kinds of stuff and be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. I would never want to do it. Right. So like, what made you want to do it? I was just training in a gym. It was a powerlifting gym that uh -huh. had strongman. That, that brew house? Equipment, that brew house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, it's nice. It's cool. Yeah, I've never been, but I've, I know I've seen it. But you, you can't work out next to that for very long before you're like, yeah, I'm going to try that. Okay. And then I was just better at it than I expected to be. Uh -huh. So then you commit a little bit. Got it. Now, did you play sports in high school? A little bit. I played football, but I wasn't really that into it. Okay. It was just something to so do. So this was like the thing that you were like, yeah. Cause I, you feel, I feel like, I feel like you're, you and I are a lot of like, like in, in like you're working out, even though you probably shouldn't have been like, right. you know, I pull shit all the time and I'm like, okay, well I'm not going to do that, but I'll do everything I can instead of that. And then when this is back, then I'll do that again. Right. Like yeah. it's just the way it is. My girlfriend's like, just relax. I'm like, no, like I can't just not. Cause like for me, and I've talked about it on here, but like for me, working out is you know obviously i want to look a certain way but also like it's part of the way that i deal with all the shit that i've dealt with in my life you know all trauma whatever i, I, th I think that's like the word everyone uses now is trauma but like i just i'm just like i have demons man I, i'm not afraid to admit it like i've been through some shit working out helps me exercise those <laughs> great pun but uh, exercise those demons so for you was it like do you think like that was like a thing where you're like okay now this is is it just is it more is it just a competitive or is it just like, did you just feel like this is what i'm supposed to do like uh, like this is my thing right there was a mix of things for sure i definitely have my own inner demons that need yeah. to be uh maintained or <laughs> <laughs> put down in their place yeah uh this it was the biggest thing was i felt like something had been taken from me and i uh -huh. was gonna take it back okay like, like just whatever it took like by by you mean like by like the crones and stuff like yeah. the time that you lost kind of thing yeah well just my body being taken from me. yeah just i was so weak uh-huh and just in pain right so much pain and so depressed and like like my family life was gone, my body was gone, I wasn't able to work. It's like everything was gone. Yeah. And like I was gonna take it back. And I didn't you know, I just didn't care. Yeah. What and, it took. And so this this was like yeah, this is the thing. This is how I'm gonna fucking be like, fuck you. Exactly. Crown. Yeah. I like it. That's where I was more spiteful. Yeah. Now I'm having to work on that a little bit. Cause <laughs> it turns out if you do everything out of spite for a couple of years, it's not great for your personality. Yeah. I I I mean but you have a good personality, though. But like, but I'm working really hard. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah, like that's kind of like the thing. It's just like I love, you know, people. Like the, that's why I wanted to have you on here because like people hear it from me all the time. And I'm just like, I don't know, like when I'm run, like you know, like like on Sunday, dude. It was 99 degrees. I could have easily not gone on my seven mile run, but at the same time, I'm thinking two things. One. I'm going to be behind on my training if I don't get those seven miles in. But two, I'm also like, what would David Goggins do? He would say, quit being a bitch. Get your ass out there and fucking run. And I'm like, yeah, dude. So I just fucking did it. And it's just like, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, fuck you, you know, doubt for even thinking that I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, there's always that. Like, I'll, I, I do always feel like I have a chip on my shoulder mm -hmm. when it comes to physical stuff. But also even like in comedy, like... You never see me perform, but like, there will be times on stage when like, I get, I'm not angry, but I am working shit out, and it's my <laughs> way to work shit out. But like, it usually comes off as like, you know, but like, I don't know, I can't describe it, but like, there is like an angry component to my comedy. My, com I'm very playful on stage, but there is like an angry component, and it's like I feel like I just got like I have a chip on my shoulder. It's like, like I said, like. A lot of the jobs that I get, I get on my own. Like, no one's helping me. Mm -hmm. It's just me and the fucking work that I put in. So it's like, it's my way of being like, yeah, like, fuck this. Like, I own this fucking thing right now. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't care. So, like, when you're, when you're talking about, like, it's my way to get my body back. Like, I like that. Like, I, 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 I see what you're coming from. 
what kind of stuff do you guys do in these body in these uh, strongman competitions? Oh, it's mostly just moving really awkward things. Mm-hmm. So stones are really popular in that loading those shit. Right. Um, like the big round ones? The big round stones, uh-huh. putting those up on shelves or putting them up on your shoulder, something like that. How much do they weigh? Uh, it can vary a lot. Mine were really light in this one. I can't remember what the How heaviest light. one. Um, like 100 pounds. <laughs> I had trained for in the contest. Like so much lighter that it, I just got lucky that I didn't screw up the technique 100, of it. Okay. I mean, 100 but, pounds is light. Like they went up to two oh five, and okay. I've been training with the three hundred pound stone. No, you were wait, you were training with a three hundred pound stone. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck do you do with it? You pick it up and you put it on a shelf. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> you pick it up off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a ball, right? How like how big is it? Yeah, it's. I don't know how you would work that out. Um, like I'm trying to think of like it's it's bigger than a basketball. Oh, it's way bigger than basketball. Yeah, it's probably close to knee high if okay. you're standing next to it. Okay. And then you just got to, <laughs> right? It's okay. a lot of it is just like skin contact because you yeah. lift it more on friction than anything. Interesting. You actually cover yourself in tree sap for it. Tree sap. <laughs> tree sap. Yeah. It sticks or something. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just to make your, your arms sticky. <laughs> now. Okay. Cause like, okay. I don't think I've ever deadlifted 300 pounds, mm-hmm. but I have my bullet. Like, I think the most I've ever done is like 250 or I don't know. Uh, and I don't even deadlift heavy anymore, but mm-hmm. like that's hard enough right. to pick up the weight off the ground. To pick up a ball, there's it's not just strength; it's also technique, right? Yeah, there is quite a bit of technique because if you just grab it and use your arms too much, it's pretty easy to detach your biceps tendon. Oh, and I'm sure that happens too. I've never seen it on that one, but I have seen biceps detached. Uh-huh. It's, it's in person. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's fuck! Dude, I haven't seen one in person. Did I? Did wait? Were you the one that showed me the fucking dude that was bent? Or no, it was Sean, the guy that was bench pressing and then his fucking oh, chest ripped out. Dude, about. Oh god! Like <laughs> it's gnarly. You, yeah, when you see someone's muscle rip out, dude, it just like it just it just hurts. Like so, you're picking up a 300 pound ball off the ground and just putting it on a shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what? What else is it? What else do they have you guys do? So there was um. A farmer's hold where you just stand up something around 500 pounds and then just hold on to it for uh-huh. as long as possible. Like, like a, not like, I mean, it's not a dumbbell, but like you're holding on to something with both hands. Um, one in each hand. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like a dumbbell, except it's plate loaded it's, and a lot bigger. It uh-huh. yeah, doesn't yeah. look anything like a dumbbell. Right, but right. It would hold like one. Yeah. Um, and then there was, uh, usually from ground to overhead, a barbell movement or something like that. Uh-huh. So there was axle, um, clean and press. Axle is that like the the, the one that, bar. that has like the handles inside and it kind of wraps around your hands kind of thing. No, this is the axle is the the fat bar like you were talking about. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. And then okay, uh, I think what you're talking about is probably more like the farmer's handles. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a it almost looks like one of those vipers, but then you hold on to the handle and mm-hmm. there's like the thing to hold the dumbbells on, but like they pick it up and. I don't know what it's called. Sorry, pardon my ignorance. Oh, you're good. Uh, There's a thousand implements. So, yeah, so you do all those things, and then it's like an accumulation of, like, the total of weight, or is it like a... It'll be based on points. Uh Uh-huh. Who won the most points out of all of the events. Got it. So, like, on this one, I had won after a few events. Uh Uh-huh. Just from taking first. So you were able to, like... So you knew that you won, like, before, like, even, like, the last... Right, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So you just kind of, do you still like, okay, so when you know you won, do you kind of just play it conservative? Oh, like on the last one I did because it's yoke and I'm not that good at it anyway. What was it? The yoke where it's like the heavy bar that goes across your back and uh-huh. the, the weights swing lower. Oh. On that. that was the last event and I'd already won. I'm I don't even know if I've seen that. This You've probably seen it. It's a barbell? It's, there's a bar across your back. It's uh-huh. like a big frame. Uh-huh. It's literally like a yoke, like you would put over an ox. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's weights hanging on the side. Right, right. Oh, my God. So I played really conservatively on that one because it's just easy yeah. to hurt yourself, and I'd already won. And okay. The other guy was, that was in second was just fucking good at it. it wow. Like, you're going to win either way. I'm <laughs> you're right. not going to win and me get injured. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so that that's fucking, that's crazy, man. Like, and you just, so what, what's like your... 
what's like your ultimate like like what's your ultimate fitness goal if you had like you had to have them right i would like to turn pro as an under 200 pound strong man okay there's not really much to do at that point it's kind of a dead end but Uh that is so they have weight classes in these things they do oh okay until you get to the pro level and then (laughs) And then you're just asked out. Either. Yeah, and then it's like, I'm sorry, you're just not as strong as. So that's why they all are so big then, because at, right. at a certain point, weight moves weight. Yeah, so they don't have weight classes after a certain point. Right. Uh, world champion is just the world champion. Okay. Wow, that's a bummer. They should change. I guess it's probably just like a kind of like UFC kind of thing, where like at first there wasn't a lot of people they could put in like a lower weight classes, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe like over the course of time. If more people get involved, they start to maybe have lower weight classes. Uh, well, at that level of competition, it would just be boring to watch. Like, even if I got fifty percent stronger, watching me lift the weights I can lift right next to the actual world's strongest man, right. no one's going to show up to watch that. Like, let's but it's just kind skip of skip him and what's the guy that can lift twice as much as him? Yeah, but it's kind of like it's world's strongest man. At his weight, because like you could be like you know like like boxing, right? Mm-hmm. He's like this guy's pound for pound the best, and it's like he can't beat up the heavyweight, but like pound for pound, he's a champion, right? Now, if the sport would grow like that, that would be that's good. what I'm saying. Like, that would be great. It could have. I mean, it would have need a lot of people to want to get involved, but like it is a growing sport. Yeah, that's truly like um, the involvement of women and strong women is probably where the most growth in that sport is right now. But it's really cool. I would love. To see, I feel my girl's pretty strong, but uh-huh. she wouldn't do it. She's got bad knees. Yeah, they fucked up her. Yeah, they fucked. They they. She had like three or four knee surgeries, so she can't really. But she's pretty strong though. Like, like I remember, like we would be doing stuff on the farm, and then I would have trouble doing something, and her dad would be like, "Ashton can do that." <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I mean, always like I could take a little, and, that, and that's why I love to. I talked about this on here, but like for all the physical labor that we had to do on the farm, like the fact that I would get up either in the morning to go work out or go work out on our breaks, like was my way of kind of showing him, like, hey man, like you're running this into the ground, but I still have it left in the tank to go do my own shit too. Like, don't think that you're breaking me down like i'm still gonna fucking go get after it mm-hmm. so you know it was kind of like a i mean he didn't care but <laughs> <laughs> but it, you did <laughs> yeah it's a mental victory for me you know like knowing that like because the other guys would just be like dying like, you're, you're going to the gym right now i'm like yeah dude it's, it's our break like i gotta i'm gonna go work out we just lifted mel i'm like i know but like i i still have to go like i have to do my lifts right. like i have to do my workout now like this is not yeah, this is only one dimensional. Like, I need to go do some other shit too. Uh, okay, so you want to go pro? Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there like a timetable on it? Uh, not really, not really. Yeah, I need to find something that makes sense to compete in soon. Yeah, to qualify for nationals next year. Okay, but it would probably be a two or three years away before I'd be able to do that. We want to see that. even as a masters oh. competitor then. What's that? old <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are they're not age divisions right there are yeah it, isn't it like is it now like like for example like uh with like long like endurance athletes um they're like primes tend to come a little bit later like the guys that are winning like you know the marathons and the ultras and all that they're usually like you know 30s 40s even like so is it kind of the same thing like for strong men, like the older you get, like you get like that man, that extra man muscle. It is in a different way, though. Right. It there. It is a little bit later that those athletes peak. Yeah. Thirty. Like because it probably just takes a long time to oh, yeah. build that kind of strength. Like I mean, obviously, when you're in high school and whatever, you're squatting whatever four hundred pounds, but it's a different type of strength. Right. Then to and then you got to learn how to do all the things. So like, I feel like those guys are a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So I'd agree with that. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's a cumulative thing, especially um, getting the four hundred pounds of muscle. So now, this is fascinating. The, the 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 crazy thing is, and this is why I think your story is so cool, is like, I think like most people would have gone through what you gone through with with your condition and everything, and like, obviously, I see Peter eating all the time, and he's got to have a very specific diet, 
right? Like there's you can't eat corn stuff, but like right. there's a lot of stuff that you just don't eat, right? Like you're di- you're very dialed into your food, very much so. Uh, but like I think a lot of people, having gone th- like, there's not a lot of people that gone through have gone through what you have gone through, and then are like, okay, yeah, but I'm still gonna fucking go and deadlift, you know, 300 pounds and do fucking strong men's and like. I like, don't know if it's advisable generally. I don't think so either. That's why it's great. <laughs> That's why, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's pushing boundaries. It's just like, okay, well, you can put me in this box here, but I'm fucking getting outside the box. Like, I'm still doing the shit that I want to do. And I think it's cool because I think there's other people that have probably gone through that or maybe something similar mm-hmm. that put those limits on themselves because, quote unquote, they're not supposed to do certain things. But you're just like, no, man, I'm gonna fucking, I'm just going to own it. I'm going to do it. Right. I, I just want people to hear that because it's like I, you know like I said I talk about this all the time working out and pushing past comfort but for you to go through and have to go through all that and still be like yeah but I'm still gonna fucking lift 300 pound fucking balls right. just because like that's great man yeah, like, I'm I love get a it. terrible hernia someday but <laughs> you know they may, well, there's a surgery for that too. yeah exactly like whatever man like I love it dude um, tell people uh, where they can find you on social media Peter oh my, I am Peter Desher, that's D-E-C-H-E-R on Instagram. It's really simple. I'll put it on the show notes. Awesome. Uh, dude, thank you for your time. Thank I you, appreciate bro. it. Uh, you're a beast, man. You're a beast. Follow Peter. I'm telling you. I don't know. Do you ever post pictures like or like videos of like some of the shit you do in the gym? I do, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's what I thought. Cause we just became Instagram friends a few weeks ago. But um, yeah, follow him, dude. He's He's... You, for for me to give props to another dude, you guys know that he's got to be the real deal. So uh, if you're listening to this, I'm going to be in Austin all weekend doing shows. So you're welcome. And honestly, I'm sorry, but I don't know where they're going to be. They're all in my thing and I can't look them up. I know that I'm going to be at a place called, oh, fuck, 4th Street Tap House or some shit like that on Saturday. But anyway, if you're in Austin, come see me. And then I'm going to be in New Orleans at the New Orleans Comedy House, uh, July 15th, 16th, and 17th. I'm so fucking excited because I've never even been to New Orleans. So if you guys have friends or family, I know I have family in New Orleans. You guys better come fucking check my shit out. Tell your friends. Um, I'm excited. And uh, this has been the Camera Ads 10 Pounds. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.